Je m'appelle Ben Lomas. Ça va? Oui, très bien. Avec moi, toujours, Dirk Jaisinger. Bonsoir, bonjour, euh, bon, mon, mon, mon frère Ben Lomas. <rire> euh, je voudrais acheter une chemise rouge. Uh, oh. Yeah, and, uh, and also... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say the obvious one, which is the Wooly Vukushé one, but fuck it, that's, that's all. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. You're out, you're out. Uh, Chuck in fromage, uh, which is my favorite one. I had actually uh, omelette du fromage this morning, I did. Oh, omelette du fromage, yeah. du, toi, whatever the third number is. <laughs> I don't, I gotta be honest with you, I don't know how I feel about these new intros. <laughs> Uh, well, I love, I love, I love the creativity behind it, though. Sorry. I well, the, but, but also for people who don't know, it is, it is, it is, it is. I, I live and breathe the French every day, every well, day. I have had uh, two croissants today, so there you go. Well, it is stage nine uh, and ten. Uh, well, I just finished watching stage nine. Stage ten of the Tour de France is on. Tour de France is back, baby. Uh, This is where I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be there living and breathing the Tour de France. But at last, uh, due to COVID, uh, we're not there. But oh, it's... Wait, hang on. It's... What's COVID? <laughs> What is that? Good. Is that, is that, that a, was good. Is a typotonic, that was, that was, is it? That was... Uh, or as a friend of mine went, hey, hey, did you hear the news? I was like, what? I was like... We've got a vaccine. I was like, that's yeah. amazing. I was like, what's the, what's the vaccine? The vaccine's called beer and I'm forgetting everything. Not helpful. Yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> Not with, helpful. For someone who's sober. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, there's a lot of things that a lot of people need to do. Isha's birthday, my niece, uh, it's in November. Uh, I had blocked it out in my calendar. And unfortunately, unfortunately, I will be here. I've had 35 years with mom and dad. Every single Christmas, I've had it with one of them or both of them. And this will be the first Christmas I'm probably going to be alone, uh, which is probably be... not necessary. You know, who knows? Vaccine might get hit. Yeah. Might change things. You might be on a plane. Let's hope come so. December. Let's hope so. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I've made my peace with it. It's going to hurt, which is why I've decided to crash at different houses for those 24, 25, 26. I'm like, I'm leaning on all my friends who, uh, can I crash in your house at one day? We'll come celebrate Christmas Eve. Do Actually, the European. That was a day that I called, uh, the, I, I called you uh, when your children were pretty much hit like level zone red. Yes, there's zone, zone red. And yes, I was like, yes. look, Ben, I mean, I get it. You're a dad, but uh, I don't need this. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. very loud. It was. I think it was. I think. I think that situation was. Uh, Minky had just punched Tao, and then had done a runner, and Tao just went, "Well, if you're going to do that, I'm not going to hurt you because Daddy told me not to hurt you. So I'm just going to hurt your Lego that you spent four days building." That's cool. So I'm kind of impressed with the psychological play there because he knew his restrictions. It's like, well, this is unfair. Yeah. I don't like that. I can't hit you back, but. I've got a, I've got a big deal. I'm going to take it out of your Lego. But I think he's a strategist. I think we're learning some uh, some really good lessons about Teo. Well, and that's that's the thing why it has been, like, seriously, Father's Day kicked in last Oh, Sunday. happy Father's um, Day. Thank you, thank you. Uh, What'd you and get? That was, uh, I got uh, French toast uh, uh, with bacon. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to get into trouble for talking about this on the pod. But, like, I celebrated Father's Day and Mother's Day in my family. But in my family, it just wasn't a thing, right? And it's right. not that she was from that family uh, that it was like, you know, every day's Mother's Day. Not that kind of thing. They just It just wasn't big on their calendar. And I was just like, oh, are we doing that? I was like... <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> we are We are doing Father's Day. We did Mother's Day. It's not like we're going to chop out uh, Father's Day. And so it was like building up to it. She's like, okay. I mean, if the kids if the kids are into it, of course we'll do it. <laughs> so over here, Mr. Strategy, I'm in throughout the day going, you know what the best day in the world is? Father's Day. And you should let mummy know how much <laughs> you want to celebrate this because it is going to be a monumental day. And so the kids were really excited. So in the end, it's not like they got me a present because what do you get a man who's got everything and recording a podcast in his laundry? Nothing, okay? Nothing, right? (laughs) So um, I got a lovely card, French toast, and then, you know, we just went out uh, because we're practicing our bike riding because um, the obsession with Tour de France. I'm loving it. Just I recorded it the night before. And like a good test match, it's on all day. But it's also armchair holiday. So you sit there going, because they started in Nice and they've all gone down through the Pyrenees and they've gone, done a fair few mountains. That's where we were supposed to be. Like, uh, just like you go, oh, we're actually going to drive to Montabon and then from Montabon we're going to go to Toulouse and then Kaki's on. And so you kind of, you are sort of armchair holiday. Kaki's on. Because Kaki zone is probably what uh, people would refer to as my butthole. Uh, but um yeah my friend sean martin who you've uh, met who came to do the half marathon with us uh yes. uh, uh he uh, used to have two different parties with cheese and wine have you been doing cheese and wine uh, absolutely now except for the wine but i have yeah. been definitely doing the cheese right. uh, uh we've been doing the cheese and uh and then i've been doing it well what i've done so just to experience the theme i've been i got some uh, raspberry uh, cordial uh, the Bix, Bixford, I think raspberry and something else, cordial, with mineral water. So you put it in a wine glass, bit of cheese, feels like you're doing the same thing. Bit of yeah, sparkling, bit yeah. of rosé. Yeah, it sounds exactly like it, man. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like you're not missing booze at all. Like I, uh, No, no, no. Well, it, it's funny because like, I, 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 I was like, God, it would be like just seeing France and just seeing it in the sun. Like it rained on the first couple of days. A lot of people got injured. And then the sun came out and the days uh, two and three. And then you're just like, oh, just when you see like the countryside and when you see like an old uh, chateau and you're like, oh, you know, just, I just, it, you, I could smell the rosé. Have but, you, have you, have you ever had a road, a road bike? Like a, one of those two different type bikes? Uh, well, that's what I've got. That's what I've had for the last couple of years. Oh, like, okay. sort of like, with you know, the clips, those, do you know what it is? The clipping in? No, not with the clips. I've got the pedals for the clips. Yeah, but um, I've never, I've never gone so much to buy the shoes. Ah. Um, I've got the little, I put the little straps around it, so you can put your feet in. Ah. but the actual click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't had. I did. I, I, I had them on my bike when I was doing the Noosa Triathlon back in two thousand and nine, um, and uh, during training, so up for a long time, I didn't have the clips. I was just riding on the, just on the shoes with uh, normal shoes with the little. The, the hollowed out pedals and then the first day i finally got the clips in the guy who was helping us who was training us said okay don't worry everyone falls initially once you click in you know you start to like feel a bit unnatural and in my head i was like i'm going to be the first person to to not fall out of the group everyone's fallen with the clips for the first time i'm going to be the first because there's always got to be a first i fell 10 seconds in 
like 10 seconds in because it's a it's weird it's, it's an unnatural feeling so to clip out you go sideways it's like you sideways you, yeah. You heal. Yeah, yeah but somehow your brain that you know hasn't learned that technique. just goes up yeah it just wants like, to yeah naturally just want to take it out it's like no 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 and then you're then you're pedaling faster yeah it's really scary because uh, i've had I've, I've done it before and i've borrowed a friend's one but but the power you get like for someone who who's ride who rides so much like well I did ride but I haven't ridden much this year is like the extra pace you get from being able to pull your foot up mm. is crazy hence like you know when you when you're watching the Tour de France it was like oh there's no way in hell you could do you know you couldn't do the Pyrenees without these shoes on like you couldn't just do right. it on a, like you you need that sort of force up and down up and down and yeah but, I um, would um, I would I was thinking of getting a bike about two months ago three months ago and uh, they're not cheap. And no, no, they're so expensive. They're so expensive, and also I felt a bit sad about my last bike, the road bike that I had, which was really good. I forget what the the brand was, but um, I had in my older apartment, I'd put it in the bike bike cage, and uh, apparently they had done an audit of uh, unclaimed bikes, <laughs> and I hadn't checked my mail, and apparently missed the mail where I'm meant to say, "Hey, that's mine. Don't touch it." So they just clipped it and gave it to charity or something. Uh, but, but that's that's I mean, like that's, three grand right? or something. Yeah, they're expensive. Like, well, there's a guy who just had his stolen around the area here, but this it doesn't tell you how much you look at the bike. That's a pretty expensive road bike, mm. but the reward is two thousand dollars. The reward itself is oh, two wow. grand. How much is the bike worth if the oh, reward yeah, is like it's just like? But in saying that, the Tour de France at the moment has put mm. me in the best mood. Like the best mood I reckon I've had in the last couple of weeks. You know, what do you reckon it is? Just seeing like the places that you might have been, living vicariously. Sport. Living vicariously, love it that my kids are in. The shape it. of men's like, ball sacks? Well, the shape of their thighs, if you oh, want to yeah, get into right, details. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Because, right. you know, for someone else who's got big cycling legs like I have, you just see, like, Peter, like, you know, there's a sprinter called Peter Sagan who just has legs like tree trunks and he just uses them so strategically as well when he just, mm. their acceleration, their power. Oh, and I yeah. love the strategy behind the teams. Mm, and keep going. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted you to talk more about Peter Sagan's thighs. Peter, Peter Sagan. But, my, but especially, like, Minky's into it, but Tay, it's like, because we've had had trouble getting him on the bike, but now he's just like, he just wants to watch it. What, what sometimes, because we record it, we watch a little bit, maybe half an hour of it, talk about it. And, like, and I loved it because yesterday... It was so cute. He's like, Daddy. I was like, yeah. And we're watching it. He's like, the Peloton. And he's like, reads and goes, Peloton's like four minutes behind. But there's a smaller Peloton in front. And then Hershey, the guy in front, I don't think they'll catch him. Uh, I thought tears were going to roll down my face that a three-year-old can understand the strategy of what's happening in a stage of the Tour de France. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Let's celebrate with some bubbly cordial. How do you how do you harness this? This is what we're we're catching a ge- you know some genius at early level here. How do we how do we monetize Teo? Oh, trust me. In the time that we are in, it is something that goes through my head. Yeah. Do we use a him lot. as a as a commentator for sports? Do we use him as a as a sports player, like a sportsman, a sports player? Fuck, that shows you how much sports, sports I know. A sports the, uh, player. Uh, but, yeah. But I was thinking, I was thinking about you because I was like, I was trying to explain to people. I was like, it's not like I know a lot about Tour de France. It's not. It's like one of those things where it's like I don't follow cycling for the rest of the year. But because mm. I like France, and because and also it's the fact that I'm missing cycling. Like I just because you know, like passive recreation. I'd, I'd ride sixty kilometers a week back and forth around Melbourne on my bike. Like, and I what's stopping have, you now? Well, there's nowhere to go, and you've got to be in a five-kilometer radius. So can't you ride within five? Like, 
go to one five kilometer because the radius means that from end to end there's ten k's that you can cover. Yeah. So what usually if you go I would like ri- if you go right across your your house, you know what I mean? You could you could ride from say uh, up here past just past West Brunswick and then from West Brunswick go all the way to Northcote. You could you could do that. It yeah. wouldn't be the most pleasant ride as such but but it was all the passive recreation for me because it was always on the way to a gig or on the way to work so because now it's like that's why i want to get the kids this is why we're pushing for it Mm. once the kids can ride and Mm. we're so close to this then we can go on family bike rides like you know having them in the trailer it's great but you're not really you know, it's it's not uh, so, as and much you're fun. you're pulling them on the in the trailer on the bike. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, yeah, you know yeah. while they're having fights in there. And I've been pushing the trailer uh, just because you can store stuff in in and around Melbourne, like uh, in and around a five kilometer radius. But that's the thing, you know. Come Sunday, playgrounds are open. Like I don't know if there was this this gasp of air in Victoria, Melbourne, but come Sunday, playgrounds are going to be open. It I'm is- just. Sorry, very mature of me because I laughed at come Sunday because that's what I call it as well. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Boy, are we in different stages of our life. Uh... (laughs) So yeah, playground's opening for me as well. (laughs) No, 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 no. I I don't think think that is... uh, We can talk about it very briefly, but yeah... um, I just I, I don't think it's changed much for me. I'm you can not have a to, nominated person, yeah, which I'm whoever not, that is, which I'm not, yeah. which is probably going to be a friend or something like that, whose house yeah, I can if, go and watch, have dinner with, and stuff, as opposed to yeah, yeah. Roots. Ben is doing the action of eating a burrito, I believe. <laughs> a burrito, a delicious French burrito. Is French? That even a thing? No. It's not French. You could have said <laughs> no. baguette. See, if you're I, French, I, I, oh, what are you? So this is the thing. Have you travelled through France? Have you travelled through oh, France? Oh, mate. Yeah, I was there in 2018. I, uh, in Where fact, did you go? Oh, that time was Paris and Euro Disney. Uh, then before that, in 2008, I went to Grenoble. Uh, which Grenoble. You, and went to a little uh, village called Chichilienne. Uh, which was like a little tiny, tiny town. It was really great. It was ye olde France. Uh, My brother lived in Monte Carlo for uh, 13 years or something like that, of which three months I spent with him in there, in Monte Carlo. So we go to Nice uh, and um, Paris and things like that. Yeah, I've uh, done a little bit of it. Um, uh, Cannes, I've been to Cannes. Cannes, I haven't been to Cannes. I have not been to Cannes. I, I remember the first time I traveled through France, I was 18. I was traveling with two of my uh, best mates. Uh, it was our gap year. And where do you think... We didn't know much about France. Of course, we went to Paris and we we're like, let's just go somewhere. Let's go like let's go to the coast. But we didn't go... We just didn't have enough money to go all the way down south. So we thought, I oh, will go to the west. And which town on the west coast <laughs> did we think that, you know, caught our attention? In there the was west, a town yeah. called Brest. Brest? <laughs> so, Yep. How do you spell breast? I think it's B-R-E-S-T. And so you guys, for the title, I mean, honestly, Ben. Purely. Okay. For I mean, you're 18, a, right? I was 18. So right, it's we a good traveled, gag. We, it's a good gag at 18. We, we traveled all the way there. Very disappointed when we got there. Not sure what we genuinely well, expected. Well, the plan, did the plans go tits up? Uh, well, the, well, the what funny thing is from there we then... Uh, traveled all the way down the coast, down to pretty much down to San Sebastian, which is in mm. Spain, which and is also then... known as the Pussy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think, the Spanish pronounced Pussy. <laughs> as, as the classic Spanish 
But but also, but I, I, that's what I miss those days of traveling. And I and because because I've been hanging out with uh, with a, a couple of uh, babysitters in the park, and they're all in their mid twenties, and they were expecting to travel mm. this year, and so they were just like, "Oh, you got to travel, you know, in your late teens and your mid twenties, even in my early thirties, I've got to travel a lot." And I was thinking for them, it's like oh, I hope you know you know it doesn't take too long so that they can then just go or see breast. Oh, yeah, or no, or, you know, go see whatever, what town uh, titillates them and then go see, you know, we like, because we used to actually look at a map, <laughs> see, have a look at a map and then just go. And that's why, I think that's why, because um, I've been texting with a friend of mine who I traveled, you know, traveled with in that period. And he's like, man, it's so much fun watching the tour. And when, especially when it goes through like, you know, little village similar to what you went through where, you know, like, you know, there's like, like we were, we were reliving the time that we had a car. I can't believe we had a I, the only reason we were allowed to um, have a car was because I had a Dutch passport. So I could say, otherwise you had to be 25 if you right. were from Australia. So we would just drive around France. And then I remember uh, we went to fill up for a petrol station in a small town. And when we got there, it was like we barely had any petrol left. And the, then the woman, like, we were trying to speak to her. And she just, in the end, worked out that the guy who fills up and has the key to the petrol bowser is having his nap. Uh, in the afternoon, and we'll be back here in at one and a half hours. So yeah. we just sat there, just like, and and then he was like, "Oh, we'll go see the rest of the town." The rest of the town was asleep. Everyone was asleep. Everyone was having a siesta. And I just remember going, "Wow, this is what? What is this?" What? And amazing, then, but then I loved yeah. it. I know it's amazing. And then I was like, "Ah!" Oh. And then and then and then I was like thinking about that while watching the Tour de France, going, "You know what? I should bring siestas back." <laughs> yeah, I should just like. And then my kids start screaming. I was, I was like, going to never getting a siesta. I, I wasn't going to bring, but I just want to take my headphones off. Can you see my? Can you see my hair? That it looks a bit weird, on the side. Yeah, it does look a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why that's the case? No. I just woke up from a nap. <laughs> I, I, I didn't I, want to tell you because I knew <laughs> that that might. I have no idea what that would be like. Like just the the thought of even being able to have a nap. Yeah. Is just so. I said this. So you and I were we, we can let, let listeners know we're recording at 1:30 p.m. and I literally set the alarm for 1:25 p.m. I'm like <laughs> fresh for Fitbit if you can't tell for my energy. Um because speaking of energy by the way, I'm going to have some of this. Can you see what that is? Gut shot mojo. Yeah. So I don't know how much this actually works, but it's typed like it's a live kombucha culture probiotic thing. But psychologically, yeah. when I have it, this is on a cheat day, it really resets the stomach for me and I feel like I can go for round four. So do you wanna do you want an update on what I've eaten so far today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheat day. Go. Okay, so we started off with some as per usual, just some eggs, some um spinach. Uh but this time I zhuzhed it up a bit with some chorito uh from Spain. From the very fancy Spain town of Pusai, and um, and uh, and then uh, let that sit for a bit, you know, did some um, meditation and whatnot, and then uh, exercised. Then how uh, did you cut up the chorizo? Uh, I went uh, diagonally. No, no, no. I went like down the middle across, and then again. So it's almost uh, like okay, if yeah, you think yeah, of yeah, it yeah. as like tube, as a tube, I cut the tube into fours. And then chopped it up. So little, little pieces. Because I'm making like a scrambled egg thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, it's you a, know when you, when you see the sausage you go to a restaurant, it's always the sausage is cut yeah. on an angle slice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, It's like that's the rule of chorizo. Well, it kind of it's the same with banana as well when you do banana. And because it plates better, Ben. 
Ah, see, yeah. I never do that with um, banana. Is such a utility food now yeah. with the kids that the idea of doing anything remotely fancy with it just um, seems. Yeah, so then I did uh, my black coffee and grapefruit uh, as per usual on a cheat day, no. just to uh, you know have the counter effect. Apparently, there's fi- finally found out why the grapefruit is recommended. There's apparently a thing called nirengin or something like that in it, which basically helps the body absorb um the energy from carbs over uh over proteins and stuff Uh, i didn't know that i don't how who knows how true it is but that's what i do but you can find five youtube videos that support it and five that don't (laughs) yeah well i don't find anything that didn't support it but yeah it was hard to find videos that did support it but there were there were two different people who said it so i'm like fuck it um, uh, and since our since our smoothie episode, mm-hmm. the amount of people that have sent me links smoothie to, on Patreon for those who don't. Oh, so yeah, smoothie on Patreon. A lot of people have said uh, no. The rest of these also sent me links to to like just YouTube videos of just people like shitting on smoothies and these what you shouldn't put on smoothies and then like the same video of just people completely supporting it. It's yeah. just like it's just like uh, it's this a is minefield. One woman. Yeah. It's a beer. But why one woman who's so passionate about smoothies, they'll be like, wow, do you even drink the smoothie or do you make love to the smoothie? Like, <laughs> like it's yeah. just insane. I, so. Um, yeah, so I then went to, um, from there I went, I did my exercise and then a quick run, 20 minutes just to get a bit of cardio. And then um, had started off with this thing called like a, it's like a bagel pastry croissant thing with honey, sesame and salt. It was just beautiful yeah. sea like see then i had a ham and cheese croissant then a cheesecake then a little another cake um since then i've had after that i had gammy fried chicken i had uh 12 wings no it was 16 wings uh and then i had more cheesecake and then i took a nap and now i'm here and now and now in front of me next to me actually ben i have a i went to one of those asian grocers uh and i was just you know suddenly thought hey i wonder what for a funky flavors they have in terms of chips and uh, next to me here i have five different asian chips um uh, and i'm going to run you oh, through yeah. them and you tell me which but, one you want me to try live so yes please please so there's cheetos the famous brand you know cheetos yeah, the American brand. Yeah, the American brand Cheetos with the tiger yep. on it. Uh, yep. This one is fried chicken flavor. Then there is some, you know, Ruffles Lay's. You know that brand? It's like It looks like uh, Pringles a bit. But anyway, they've uh-huh. got a fried crab flavor. And then we have something called honey butter chip. I mean, I'm hoping it's a chip, but it sounds sweet. So I'm excited about that. Then I've just got uh, duck wings. I don't know whether it counts as chips, but it's a packet of, of duck, duck wings, duck little duck winglets. So I'm curious. I asked the guy, "Do I need to cook it?" He's like, "No, you just eat it." I'm like, "All right, well, chuck that in the basket." I mean, this, is, this is a small business owner who wants to get rid of stock. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to be honest, he had a winning model in the in the city because there's so many international students, but they're not around anymore. So yeah, no, 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 no. A lot of them. And, a lot of them have left and in the a last, hurry. Last item, Ben, is a thing called egg yolk fish skin. Oh, my God. All right. So, so you take your... Where do we egg start? Egg yolk got, fish skin. Here we go. Really? You want me to start with that? <laughs> yes. Honey butter chip, egg yolk fish skin, Cheetos, well, we can't duck do all wing, of them, but I, I and uh, Ruffles. Uh, the, the actually, lady. start with duck wings, just because I want to know if they look like a mini duck wing. Okay, cool. I'm really not in the mood for Duckwing, to be honest. And okay, for the record as well, for people to know why this is uh, happening, uh, is I jumped up the scales today. <laughs> Do you want a scales update? Yes, go, 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 go. Here we go. Uh, what was it last time? I think it was 70. 
179? Uh, no, no, 179. What the fuck are you talking about? You... 79.8 or something? 79.8 or something like that, right? Okay, I, I think it was that. Uh, this morning, I got on the scales. It was 76.9. 76.9? Yeah. So, roughly... So I, I hopped on the scales, so you are now... I was 177. Let's say 77. 114.1. So that's uh, 20, <laughs> 17 kilos? No. No, there's way more than that. I'm 114.1. Which is what? I can't do the math. So let's say if I was 77. Uh, is, that a, is that 27? It's going to be 27 kilos. Oh, my Lord. That's insane. That's insane. Oh, no shit, Ben. It's 37 kilos. 37 kilos. Wait, you are 114. I'm 114. I yeah, hopped on the scales. Yeah, I hopped on the scales last <laughs> night. 114. Look, hey, yeah. we're all on our own journey, people. Correct, we're, we're all on our journey. journey. We're um, all on a journey. I may or may not be living and eating in the cupboard. Uh, um, and to, to sum up as well, sorry, just to make sure that I get this across to listeners, what's happening is so I did basically what I've been doing over the last seven weeks is this thing called carb cycling, which is what... Um, uh, yeah. bodybuilders do when they're trying to shred towards the end of their goal. So it's not a, it, it's actually quite manageable. It's about a high, it's basically this slow carb diet that I was doing with the Tim Ferriss thing, but yeah. a more refined version. So if I had to say the only difference between the slow carb diet and what I'm doing now is that instead of a cheat day where there's no rules, uh, it's that I call it a high carb day where I have like rice and, and, and bread and pasta and all that, but I try and reduce my fat intake for that day. So you replace the calories from fats with the calories from carbs. Does that make some sort of yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, everything else sense. is similar to the slow carb. Now, the reason I still back the slow carb diet is because of its sustainability. Because the rules are do this for six days, but the seventh day, enjoy it. Don't worry about it. Just have fun. That made me want to keep doing it week after week after week. But now yeah. that it's become second nature to me now, this is slow carb diet. That's why I decided to refine it. And the official status of Monday from one Monday to the other Monday, seven weeks, I had dropped eight kilos. That's huge. I, I mean, should do that. And also, that's, well, well, it's, a, it's, it's, pro, it's, not, it's not a fun one in terms of tracking. That's the thing. But, but once again, once you start, uh, I would say the first week or two of calorie counting was a bit stressful because I'm trying to like figure out how much is like a, you know, a, tea, a tablespoon of olive yeah, oil yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. But once I hit my rhythm, uh, I, I've, I've kind of got it down pat. In fact, I did... Uh, I'm going to post this on Fitbit account. So by the time this comes on Friday, for listeners, please go check out the Fitbit pod uh, Instagram account. Uh, have a look at the meals that I'm having because it's not like I'm starving myself. Like yeah, I'm yeah, literally yeah. going through like two chicken breasts, uh, uh, some kangaroo, some fucking turkey, omelets. Yeah, uh, um, these, are, these, these are on the non-carb days yeah, as well. So yeah. these are all fun. Asparagus and I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. The um, the other thing is yeah on the on the high carb days I'm having pancakes I'm having uh, maple syrup I'm having fucking you know uh, uh, not not milkshakes but like you know um, what do you call healthy Hershey's. Her- smoothies yeah yeah well no no kind no kind of milkshakes basically milk with uh, with chocolate syrup <laughs> so it's not but like- no, how you make it thick avocado uh, no I banana. Just- yeah, banana sometimes. That's why it's not a milkshake. It's just milk and something sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but you're right. You're right. Yeah. I could add, I could add a banana or avocado and make it actually uh, creamier. But you know. So the point is, it's not a starving diet. It's not one I'd recommend purely getting because shredded. I think I'm getting close to <laughs> which really which, which, which 
which would le lead me to well i'll have the duck thing and i've got something else to talk about but while i talk about that so that's where i so it was in seven seven weeks i lost eight kilos so i'm roughly around uh 77 now and i was and in eight, seven eight, weeks eight. i put on i think six <laughs> <laughs> so all right so all right here we go duck but also, just ladies and gentlemen, oh. it, it, look, it, big congratulations. Uh, keep you. going, Dil. I don't know if, if you have an end mark of what you uh, want to achieve. You know what my end mark is? Is boobs. <laughs> you want to get rid? Yeah, you want to get rid of them. So I'm. That. This is the closest I've ever come to finally not having fat on my boobs or my chest area. Like it's still there. Yeah. Uh, it's still it's there. It's still there. I totally get that. And so for me, do you want to see? Like. Yeah, yeah go. See what I mean? Like. It's so close yeah, to yeah, yeah. it's so close to falling off. You know what I mean. So I just and also because I know that feeling because I've been doing the hit workout every day for four days. I've never done this many push-ups in my life. Right. Which of course my pecs, because uh, when I take my, or should I take my time off? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, I mean, we can't send this to the listeners. Angle but, this one. Like, but I can describe. It's a hairy man. Well, hang on. The microphone's covering it. Yeah. See, yours is like your boobs are is almost similar to mine. Maybe just a touch bigger, but yeah, they're they're, they're pecs, and man. And you go like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do the 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 old Ben Knight move. You know the see see the muscle moving. Can you see the the? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So I'm starting to see the, the most homoerotic we've ever been in a while. Well, usually we're doing this face to face when we're in our underwear. <laughs> um, but I think that's my goal. So I'm I'm not going to worry about scales. Uh, I am going to just worry about physique i think in this point uh, i feel like this diet uh this what's it what is called as carb cycling diet is probably the most effective in terms of target like real not you can't target fat loss sorry uh in terms of fat loss it's been the most effective for me and uh, muscle increase so eventually you know it's 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 hopefully going to go away at some point if I keep at it. Uh, it would be it'd um, be great. It'd be great. It'd be, it'd be great if it does go away. Because for me, it's a psychological thing, man. I've had it since I was nine years old, and the man yeah, boobs. I, you I know, when you're a teenager, teenager, yeah. your friends are hitting puberty. You're not. There's no mustaches coming on your face. That hasn't. That's still to come. Thirty-five years later, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm finally seeing my Adam's apple. That's something that's been exciting because of the. Oh, yeah. Can you see it? Because yeah, I didn't have a prominent Adam. So a lot of lot of uh, suppressed issues with masculinity that are you know at the front now where i'm like oh cool like i can finally not feel for whatever reason less like a man because now i have less boobs you know what i mean Mate, that makes that makes complete sense i've i've never had that i didn't have man boobs till later on and mine have always never been really saggy like i know yeah. that i can always get them away because i'm quite a broad build like i don't think anyone knew how slender you were until you lost your weight yeah. Like, you, know, you always look generally quite broad across the shoulders, but once you, that fat went away, yeah. it's like, actually, you're quite slender. Yeah, I might be. I might be what they call, I think, is a ectomorph or whatever, where it's like there's ectomorph, mesomorph, and make something else morph. I don't something know. what. Like but it's like if you're naturally built big versus naturally built, like, skinny. There are some people who are just naturally built skinny, you know? Uh, and maybe I am that all along since the age of nine. We just never noticed because I was a fat kid. And, and that's because I think I've noticed that as well. It's like, you know, it's been four weeks since I've done the hip workout every day. And again, like, you know, it's the one, that's the one thing I've kept consistent. Yeah. Eating's been good sometimes. It's been bad. You know, I've been pretty much following the same thing, whatever, the, you know, the kids are doing. However, from my cupboard eating, I did discover my secret uh, thing, fridge eating. <laughs> At one stage, she was fridge eating while I was cupboard eating while the kids were both crying. And we're like, 
are you in the fridge eating? She's like, are you in the cupboard eating? I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you guys got caught each other cheating on each other. We, 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 yeah, we got, we got what's her What's her drug of choice in the fridge? Oh, I had chocolate. Chocolate. She So she hides the chocolate. I said, you can't have any of that kind of food in the house. If I've had the kids for seven hours, if I even smell the chocolate, I'll find it. I will eat it. I will eat it yeah. and eat it and eat it. And so she's like, so she found a place in the fridge uh, that she was hiding it, which was behind the almond milk, um, <laughs> which uh, which eventually I was going to discover because I used that for my uh, smoothies. But for the listeners, yes, I am just 114, but look, to be honest, I'm not that worried. Yeah? Yeah, no, that's good priorities, man. So, you got to like, focus on what's right. And Because Teo started, like, it's so funny. It's like, look, you can only control so much you can. Um, and the end's in sight. For, for people who in Victoria, the end is in sight. Um, you know, in a couple of weeks, you know, our kids... Uh, my daughter could actually spend some time at school this year. It's her first year in school, and she spent a total of nine weeks at school. It's insane. Yeah. So, you know, I want her to have some of her prep, but she might get most of term before, which would be absolutely amazing. So the idea that she goes back to school, and then uh, again, we might get into a, a bit more of a, uh, not a healthier routine, because Teo does the hit workouts with me. It's oh, so good. Fun. He hot, he uh, he his counting's really good because then he uh, stands on my feet as I do my stomach crunches. So when I come up, he counts one, go back down, and then two, and back. like he's just really into it. And I came up with the trick is if you do five rounds of a hit workout, I put five balls in a in a cup, so I know what because re- you know if you're just going, I sometimes forget what round. Like you know when I'm swimming, sure, I, sure, I, sure, sure. I remember the so it's great. So it's just like every time. I finish on mountain climbers and then comes up, grabs a ball and then throws it and goes, okay, only three more workouts to go because that's nice. how many balls are in the That's so cool. So I, I'm a big fan of that. That's awesome, man. And it's uh, again, like it's, it's like trying, to, trying to do that, even though I'm not terribly, of course I'm not happy with my weight. I'd love to be back down to 100. But at the same time, it's like, Look, still off the ciggies, still off the booze, Celebrate setting the an example for the kids. I like, was going to say about this example, like the yes. fact that they're seeing you prioritize your physical health is going to send a good message to them going, yeah, it does, you know, daddy cares about his health. Yeah, and uh, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to, just because I'm with them all the time. And, you know, even then with the Tour de France, it's been really lovely because it's like, uh, you know, Minky was a great one. Minky's like, where are the women riding in this race? And I was like, I don't know. Why aren't there women in the Tour de France? And it was like really hard. She goes, that seems so unfair. And it was amazing to see a strong, young, independent girl really go me. It's not my fault that they're not riding. Well, you're part of the problem. But I am part of the problem. And she just, like, it was just really interesting. And like, and then I remember Teo was just getting a bit annoyed. I was like, well, don't brush it aside, Teo. Now you're becoming the problem. As he closes (laughs) his Jordan Peterson book. (laughs) Yeah. We were just like, ah. And so, like, it's like, she goes, oh, but I really want to be part of it. And like, Teo's like, I really want to be part of it. And then part of my head is, while we're there and they're in uh, Syriaton and they're about to head to the Pyrenees, in that moment, I'm like, they're both fighting about when they're going to be in the Tour de France. And then I just picture myself. With Maya, we're probably celebrating whatever our fortieth anniversary or whatever the hell it's going to be by then. Watching our kids in the Tour de France with a glass of sparkling wine, like I was like, you, you sort of fantasize and you go off in this because now this is what I love so much is we know that we're going to go on holidays there. We know that's what we want to do. But even better, I wasn't aware is we know what camper van we're going to get. We've even oh, wow. booked half the holiday. If it, you like, while you're watching it, which I assume so many people do, is if we already booked half our holiday when we can go. Which yeah, who yeah, knows yeah. When that well, who is. knows when that is? But it's nice to hope and aim for. Exactly, and so I think for us, 
especially for parents out there, it has been a tough three months, especially if you've got kids at school age. Uh, but knowing, like just knowing that term four is, a, is going to happen just because of the way our, yeah, our state or our premiers decided to push it, it means we know that we'll at least get seven or eight weeks mm. of schooling before, before the third lockdown. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you, you, you kind of have to plan for that now. So that's like that was the best advice someone gave to me. Is like, is like, we well, just like just get ready and plan for the worst. So when it doesn't happen, you're okay. You're in a better mood. And if it does happen, you're prepared. Yeah, prepare for the best. Hope for the worst. Not the other yeah. way around. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> hope, hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's. Uh, and I've never, I've never used that before. Like, I did. I, I actually quoted it on that my last day on I'm a Celebrity uh, because th- the last few days when they said our first person's going to be leaving, I really kind of made a, my peace with it and started really like taking all the scenery and everyone could tell that uh, I was yeah. pretty much like, you know, anticipating. And, and I think it was Tanya said, Dill, it's almost like you, you're, you know you're going to go. I'm like, look, the, the chances are I might. So I'd rather plan for that and then be proven wrong. Then yeah. think that I'm going to be fine and then be sucker punched away. So you hope yeah. for the best. I hope I don't get kicked out. But if I do get kicked out, at least I know I spent those last two days really taking all of it in. Or, you know, like I remember sitting at the waterfall uh, just literally by myself while everyone else was sort of playing around. You're not allowed to be alone there. But I was just taking some time off floating, looking at that mount. Like, and I remember it because it's etched in my brain because I made a conscious effort to make sure that it imprints in my brain that I won't forget this moment because this might be the last time I'm at the waterfall, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and so, I, yeah, it's, I, I think it's yeah. a good way to go about things, which is you hope that you can have an alternative. But if that's not the case, then you prepare for the worst case scenario so that you can appreciate the lead up. Yeah. And, 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 and you put everything in perspective, like, because I think for me, it's been a week of perspectives. Again, it's one of those ones where it's like, I mean, who else can watch the Tour de France and then do painting in the backyard while the spring sun's out uh, in, in, you know, at the start of September? My kids would usually be in school, be in care, and Maya would be at work. But we're all at home. So I was like, how good is this? Yeah, like, totally. like, again, like just going. And then, like, this was really sad. Uh, one of my oldest, bestest friends, dad, passed away a couple of days ago. And, you know, I grew up with him. But also to go oh, through sorry, cancer man. and to go through all that currently down in lockdown where you don't have access to your family all the time. And friends, you're like, oh, God, like just to think about your own mortality in a time where we are in a pandemic – I couldn't believe how I'd forgotten about that, that I was sort of just swept up in my own little family world at home doing kids craft and trying to teach Italian that I was like, oh, wow, like one, how lucky I am that I've been able to not worry about that as much as I did at the start, but at the same time take stock and go, gee, I am, I'm pretty lucky and I really feel for my friend and his family and that they were able to say goodbye. But in the last couple of months, it has been probably one of the most tiring times for them ever. And it's, so it's just been, yeah and, yeah, and that's the thing, like just even trying to even comprehend that, that again, like every time there's a glimmer of hope in whatever form that is, and that can be, you know, bloody getting under 75, which you're so close to going or, you know, or just gaining or having like something to focus on, which is positive or, you know, me at the moment now, it's, you know, my son and the Tour de France or whatever, especially for people in Melbourne, it has been a very, very, very challenging time. And the fact that there is a chance to start the new COVID normal, whatever that is, that's exciting. Like that's like, I get really, 
really pumped that we can do the podcast in person again and that we can hop on those scales and actually see for real that you are that much lighter than me. Because I'll tell you what, in Zoom, I can just pretend it's not happening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I did take a photo if you want me to send you the photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, send me but actually, but yeah, it doesn't feel real. Funny you, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, here's the thing, man. Uh, you Funny you mentioned 75. Uh, if there was a number, like I'm trying not to focus on the numbers because in fact, I'm not sure if this is the right weight for me, you know, who knows, maybe I might be starting to go too far the other way. I don't think it is because I can still, yeah. see, I can see visible fat. So I don't think it's like, I mean, you know, danger zone. Uh, but, uh, which is probably why I thought I'll celebrate today with the cheat day, just to kind of remind myself, Hey, remember we, we still love, you know, eating like fuck Good food. Like junk food. Um, my, uh, I hate using this word. My relationship with it has changed, though. I feel like I definitely don't have it, like, craving it. It's almost like I'm not – I'm That's having good. it because I kind of can, but not really. Like, there's a, there's, there has been a physical change. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> can I – I want to share something a bit, uh, uh, bit intimate. Uh, the, so every Sunday I do uh, a, a fast, right? So not just, like, intermittent fasting. I've been yep. doing, like, a, like a roughly – 24 to 36 hour fast, I would say sometimes yeah, 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 cool. just to kind of cl cleanse the system. And usually Monday morning, uh, you know, there's no poo, right? Yeah. And um, this Monday, <laughs> during meditation, I felt like I needed to go. And then I went and this is after not eating for like 40 hours and or 36 or whatever it was, let's say or more than 24 hours of not eating. I went to poo and it was like a decent poo. And out loud, I said, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> because, I it, because I can't understand. <laughs> because there was nothing. Because, because all the stuff really that funny. I eat. So I eat on a Saturday. So I finish eating yeah. on a Saturday at 8 p.m., let's say. Right. And I don't yeah. eat till, say, Monday um, uh, 12 p.m. So that's what, 36 hours. Okay. Rough, approximately, whatever. I've been doing Sunday evenings to Tuesday lunch. Which is pretty yeah, much yeah, there you go. Right, right. Okay. So, so I'll have that, you know, the Saturday's food being di yeah. digested on Sunday morning. So Monday morning, the fact that, that this, there was this decent, you know, effort, I was genuinely like, where are you from? Like, where have you been hiding? <laughs> like, so I, um, so but yeah, so the 75. Now, uh, yes, as much as I think that, I think I'm quite happy with where I'm at. Yes, a little bit more would be nice to lose the man boobs. The 75 is a digit that I, I, I wish I didn't focus on, but I can't help but admit that I think about 75. And the reason is, Ben, um, 1st of Jan 2018, I was 125 kilos when we started this whole thing. Oh, so there'd be 50 kilos. If I do that, that'll officially mean I got to the point where I lost 50 kilos. And I'd be lying if I don't want to be able to say that. That is mean? pretty huge. That is, that is 50 kilos. I, yeah, yeah. It's a, and the fact that I'm only two kilos off makes me want to kind of hold the fort a bit longer just to get there. Even for the sake of saying <laughs> it. Amazing. Do you know what I mean? 50, 50 kilos. People talk about that. I lost 50 kilos. But like, like I would be able to like, you know, that, that sentence. Uh, so I, I don't think I'll, I'll put it out there. I'm, I, I'm, I'm definitely wrestling with what this, where I go from here. That's for sure, right? Have you found? Have you found? Have you found a photo of, of you at your heaviest? Have you found? You reckon yeah. you found oh, it? Oh, so many! I've got so many before shots. Was well, it? Because I think that's. I can't post young. them. I can't post them because I'm uh, in my underwear. 
Well, it's funny because like I because I think because you're because you're that you're that bit younger than me, but I couldn't find them because I didn't get a smartphone until quite a lot later, so I just didn't have that many it's photos. Not only that you're, I'm younger. I'm also more self obsessed than you are. And <laughs> okay, well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, a friend of mine I'm on this WhatsApp group goes, "Hey." Uh, I found this one of you in uh, 2000 and uh, was it, I think eight or thing I think it was eight or uh-huh. seven and they sent it to me on the WhatsApp group and I was like oh, I don't remember taking this photo and I was like oh yeah because I didn't have a smartphone then and it's me and he goes yeah do you remember you holding on the scales I was like no and I thought my heaviest always was about I think I, I got a hundred and uh, hundred thirty four point five that was always my heaviest because no remember we were in uh, Utrecht and you holding on the scales you were hundred and thirty eight. And there's a picture of me with two beers at 138. And then when I looked at the picture, I still went, and he looks pretty happy there. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's double parked with two beers and a big hat. But I was like, fuck. I was like, I can't, like, I always thought I knew. And then there was a photo of me in, like, bathers. And so even then, like, now with all the weight I put on, I was like, okay, sometimes just look back and go, well, you know, you weren't as heavy as that. But the idea that you could actually go away and go, here's me now, and here's me 50 kilos mm. less. Um, That's yeah. going to be pretty insane. If you get the two is, photos and, together. And as discussed a couple of months ago, I do have a different appro- uh, different attitude towards the before shot. Like I said, I used to really shame the before shot guy, but I realized, yeah. no, that's the dude that does all the work. He's the one who starts uh, the journey. Yeah. He's the one who, you know just has a crack and, you know, so I, I, I want to celebrate the before, do it a lot more these days than the way I used to. I used to look at it. Yeah, so 48 at this point, you know what I mean? I mean, that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. But, um, crazy. all right, so while I do the, the, the duck thing, first of all, let's have a look at what it is. I mean, Ben, I don't know if this counts as a chicken wing. Look at it. How would you describe this? Why are they in separate packages? There, so inside the packet, there's another packet that is sealed. I mean, this is really great for the environment and, and a great uh, great thing for the podcast. <laughs> so, yes. but. I, I want to say this, though. This is something I want to uh, bring up because uh, my new the, my brain obviously loves shame and shaming myself. And it's obviously now starting to focus on the loose skin and stretch marks and all that's happening. Uh, yes, yes. So, uh, Which I have to admit, though, it seems to be less. Well, you can't see it. A lot of it's around the belly, around the, the belly button. Uh, and okay. and yeah. uh, there are certain times if I kind of pause in a way, if I suck it in a bit, if I suck my gut in, the, the belly button looks like a butthole, you know? So it just sort of <laughs> falls in on itself. <laughs> and I am trying to now learn how to treat these as as my war stories, as something to be proud of, going, yeah. look, at, look, at, look, at the, look at the battle. Because I realized, you know what? As a career, as a stand-up comedian, I'm a storyteller, right? I tell yeah. stories. And now my body is telling its own story, right? It's yeah. like, look at, look at what it's been. It's like, it shows you that this wasn't an easy trek. This is, a, this is someone who just fucking really switched it on, right? And yeah, I want to yeah, yeah. be proud of it, but I'd be lying if I said sometimes it just, I, I find it difficult, you know? And because we're all conditioned to seeing that ripped, you know, flat body that, you know, you see on your Chris Hemsworth's and your Hugh Jackman's and your Marvel characters that I, I, I definitely do feel a little like inadequate because of it. But that is something that I guess I'll have to work on in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, yeah. I did uh, I did watch this doco that's on Amazon Prime called uh, Fat Lolly to Fit Lolly or something like that. And it's a um, self-funded uh, Rich guy, love self-funded. Rich guy talking about his dramatic fat loss journey, 
Now, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, go check it out. But I will give you some heads up. There's a lot of stuff in there in terms of his attitude and him and his family's attitude towards eating that I think is unhealthy. Like the way they treat it as being like some kind of poison. Like the, there's a scene where the daughter wants to have chips and the mom's like, don't have chips, you'll become fat like daddy. And it's just like, oh, I don't Ooh. know if you should be putting that into a child's brain at such a young age. Anyway, each, what, like, forget yeah. all that. Uh, he goes through a massive transformation. He's like a millionaire or something like that. So he gets like the best trainers, the yeah. best uh, best dietitian, a specific dietitian who is like, he used to be fat himself. And he does point out that people who have been obese for longer have a higher sensitivity to food. So it's why we yo-yo a lot more than say mates of ours who've been, you know, shredded all their lives or whatever, you know what I mean? Or fit all their lives. Yeah, that yeah. we have the capacity to stack it on quicker. So we have to be a bit more careful when our, with our refeeding or binging. But here's the main thing, Benny. He goes through the um, skin uh, tightening process. He goes through surgery. So that's the bit that I think it's worth looking at. And up until I watched that doco, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess at some point I will have the surgery. That's how I looked at it. Because I was kind of like, you know what? Um, it, 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 if it's something that's going to bother me and I feel I'll be more comfortable uh, if I get the, you know, once I know that this is my new hitting weight, because fuck knows, like it took me so long to get rid of my XXL clothes because I wasn't letting go yeah, of that image. Yeah. Who knows that if I suddenly put it all back on, I'm like, didn't need the surgery. Skin's, skin's come in handy again. <laughs> it's, ca- <laughs> it's like a catching mitt. It's got all, it's catching everything. No. So I'm, I'll, I'll see if I can sit with it for maybe, I don't know, who knows how long, maybe a couple of years or something before I look at the surgery option. But that's kind of what my head was at. I might look at surgery somewhere down the track. But in the meantime, I saw this doco. Holy shit. It is horrendous. Like, it is like, it's not like, I know it's cosmetic, but it was like six weeks of recovery for him, which at which point he had these bags that are like kind of attached to his body, little, little glow. Like if you think of a, oh, no way to describe other than a condom, like a filled up condom to, to yeah. hold the blood, the excess blood that's coming out of him. Yeah. But here's the part that, that broke me was he needed his wife to wipe his shit. Yeah, well, surgery. It's a dumb old surgery, I can imagine. Who the fuck's going to wipe my shit? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm so used to being surrounded by people that I was like, you know where my head went to? I was like, what? well, of course, it's your partner. But if it's not yeah. your partner, I, I was like, in my head, I just went, well, if Mike can't do it, I guess one of the kids will have to because I've done it to them enough. Yeah. So, so, yeah. But I was like, but yeah, you... But who, if you're we, a we, guy who is on Tinder, Hinge, Raya, all the apps that are there, who, <laughs> do I start putting that in my profile? Looking for something casual, but also someone to wipe my ass in two years. <laughs> well, you, you get the hook. You get the hook. You get the little hook. What's the hook? So there's a hook there where you, you can just... You, you, you put it... It goes between your legs and then you can wipe your ass. And then put can it. I get it without the surgery? That sounds fun. <laughs> That's a, yeah, well, yeah, but, uh, Do I need to have surgery to get that? No, but it really made me think about a lot of things about, you know, that idea of being alone. Like when I talked about this, when I had the back surgery, I dropped a plate and the plate had to stay on the ground for two weeks because no one, yeah. I, you know, I couldn't pick it up. But um, but I did realize that, you know, this is a lot more things I need to think about before surgery. It's not like I can just go, oh, yeah, all right, I've got the money. I'll go get get some surgery. I'm like... I need someone to look after me afterwards. I'm going to be out for six weeks. And, uh, it's really you hard. Know. We, I, I had a friend who had surgery uh, just before the second wave. And she, she um, 
I said she had a breast reduction and she lived by herself and it was intense. Like it was, she was in a lot of pain and she couldn't do any of it. So she had to have shifts of friends coming to look after her throughout the week, which is probably what you would have to do. The people come visit you and check on you every day and that you spread it across your friends. That's what she did. Spread the skin, the excess skin. Yeah, the excess <laughs> skin. No, but uh, I do it. know that we have... We, yeah, merchandise. Yeah, sell some stuffy holders made out of Dill's, <laughs> Dill's excess skin from Fitbit. Um, I do know that we have some listeners who have been through surgery because uh, I've chatted yes. to some of them after shows. Uh, do hit me up. I won't, I, won't, I won't put anything public if you're not comfortable with that. I'd love to know uh, what your process was like. Genuinely, how did it feel? Was it painful? Was the recovery as bad as this guy, uh, whatever his name is, Lolly, L-O-L-I, I think its name is. So just Google mm. Lolly on Amazon Prime, you get the doco. Yeah, it's self-funded, so it's pretty amateur. But there's a lot of videos. I love, of just, love is self-funded. But, but I got to hand it to him. It's really impressive, his, his mindset. Forget the, the, the fact that he had trainers and all that. That, that's, 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 that shit money can buy. But yeah. what money can't buy is his determination. And, it, and, and from day one... But how did he get the money in the first place? He would have had the mindset to get that. Real estate. Um, but he, um, but he, but he films himself from day one. So he had this goal in his mind going, you know, he's, he realizes at the age of, you know, uh, that he, you know, he wants to be healthy for his children and stuff. And he just switches it on. And it's super impressive that he's able to commit to that. And he puts in the hard work. You got to give credit where credit's due because yeah, you can buy trainers, you can buy dietitians, but you can't buy effort and, and, you know, determination. And so I'll give him credit for that. But, uh, but yeah, it's worth watching. If you, I mean, it's not a great, it's not the best doco, but it definitely is a very real depiction of this guy's journey because yeah, you see the, 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 I guess another word is trauma of the post surgery and yeah. and um, but uh, yeah, that's so good. It's a good tip. Go check it out. I, so I, I I need to get Amazon Prime. I still haven't got. Oh, it. are you saying you haven't got Amazon Prime and checked out your friend Dilruk Jai Singh's bundle of joy special well, I, that I has watched, been plugged on this? I watched the ep- episodes. Uh, uh, oh, you know, I haven't seen your special, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I have seen you in LOL though. So yeah, uh, well, uh, hang on. How did you see LOL if you didn't see if you don't have Amazon Prime? There are other streaming services where you. You are stealing money from my (laughs) pocket, man. That could come to me. Maybe there's ways to see it. Do you want to see? Do you want to see this duck? Uh, Okay, let's have the duck before we go. Uh, But also, yeah, listeners, please do let us know what you think about uh, uh, surgery if you've had it, Uh, and also, um, and yeah, I'll post up some of those pictures of my food so that you know that. You know, it's not this. Like, I didn't. I had a few people worried that I've gone, you know, under eating kind of things. Like, no, no, no. I'm getting like two two thousand calories per day. A couple of people have been asking if I've been overeating, and the answer is yes, I have been. Yes, I have been. In times of panic, uh, man, that looks so gross. Look at that, Ben. That That is, it's a, it's a packet. It's a chicken out of a wow, packet. That All right, I'm gonna. Really disgusting. That's so fucking rank. All right, I'm gonna take a photo of my Ben's in the back. Looks like like an animal's penis. I mean, I haven't seen too many animal penis, but the fact uh, that take, you go, take, a bite, there, take a bite, take a bite, okay, take a bite. Oh, fucking rank. Oh, oh my God. That looked, that looked rank. That looked really... Uh, uh, how God. is that even not... Are you going to swallow uh, it? I don't want to. Okay. okay. All right. um, that, that was... I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna have instead? I'm gonna have egg yolk fish skin to see if that'll take. Yeah, that'll time. wash it down. That'll make it feel a whole. But take a yeah. whiff of the smell of that as soon as you open. Uh, that'll be good. Here you go, bang. Who opens? Actually, it smells pretty good, actually, Benny. All right, egg yolk 
fish egg yolk fish skin. It's just salt. Is it just salt? No, nah, it's it's okay, but it's it's also gross. I'm fucking I'm two out of two lost here. <laughs> Should I get the roll of cookie dough from my local bakery out of no, the man. fridge and right. give that a crack? I want to give the Cheetos a go now. Right, finish it up with the Cheetos because we do need to wrap up. Hey, uh, we have to celebrate. We keep forgetting to tell oh, listeners. Huge, huge news. Uh, our, our, our podcast, our podcast that we're so proud of doing and that we love doing, uh, just clicked half a million downloads. Yeah, clap it out. Just insane. Half a million. So, ben just spat on himself. I yeah, know. I, I, I saw it triple. As a professional broadcaster, I should have ignored it, but I could not believe it. It was no, such a huge blob. So chuffed. So a big thank you to all the listeners, uh, especially yeah. the people who've been there since day dot, but also uh, the many people who've joined uh, the journey. The journey continues. Uh, we couldn't do yeah. this show uh, without you. Um, so thank you. Uh, and that's everyone from people who... Uh, we should you know, do a special uh, episode the next catch up we do maybe something like you know stories from our listeners i know we kind of yeah actually, can, can you guys do that uh how do you feel about this ben we ask people to uh tell us because we keep getting messages sporadically across various uh we do time, time frames people who were listening back in 2018 people who come up to us after shows saying how they stopped drinking whatever just for the next couple of weeks if you're hearing this can you if you're comfortable can you send the message to the fitbit uh instagram account preferably because that's the yep. one we check the most or maybe the patreon account if you're a patreon subscriber yep. and i will try and um i will collate some of our uh some of the best stories about your journeys that you've had thanks to the podcast there was a guy who you know really uh, talked about how much it helped even his career stuff. So, you know, those yeah. messages mean a lot to us. And just as a, maybe it's a bit indulgent, I don't know, but it might be nice to celebrate, you know, as part of our half a million download sort of, yeah. you know, because celebrations huge, to kind of huge, yeah. hear it's some of your feat. stories. Because I, because also you and I, you know, I guess, uh, you know, we do our catch-ups every two weeks or so. Um, let's turn the tables a bit. Let's let's hear from the listeners and tell the listeners stories. How do they, do. If that sounds good to you guys, uh, start sending now as, of, as yeah. of this Friday that you're hearing it so that when in two weeks' time when Ben and I record another catch-up episode, We'd love we'll, it. Uh, we'll have to have, have them collated and uh, try and read some as many as we can uh, and keep the it one, a special... The one, yeah. I, just, the one I recently got was a big thank you uh, uh, to both of us uh, for keeping the pod going in the pandemic. We know that uh, right, a lot of podcasts you. have been put on hold. A lot of television shows have been put on hold. Uh, but a big thank you that we've kept on going because uh, she still would listen to uh, it every time she went for a walk and avoid her spirits. Um, you know, and she admitted as well she'd put on a bit of weight, but knowing that you know she you know put a little bit of processes still in, she could have put on a lot more. So I was like, well, that's lovely. Like you know, good on you for still going and listening to the pod yeah so it's not just like stories about how the pod has uh, you know about you know keeping like saying thank you to us which is great i just love to know genuinely there have been a whole bunch of stories across the last two and a half years where people have said thanks to the pod they've lost weight yeah. or they've got sober or started seeing a therapist or whatever yeah. if you have the time it'd be nice to get some testimonials and and share yeah. your, your your celebrations and we'll clap it out for you on 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 air because there's been also as well, which I always love is uh, is we love family stories because a lot of people have helped their helped their partners listen to the pod. We like to hear those True. stories, uh, and there's also been quite a few uh, dads since the start of this pod till now. Yeah, have become dads throughout the podcast, which have always been lovely to hear uh, to see how their journey's gone. Because of course, the the start of being a dad is I've, never easy. 
Hey, I've told you, my brother Dilshan, Lazy Dilshan, Lazy Dilshan has said that if you ever did a pod about being a dad, he would yes. absolutely subscribe and listen. So yeah, so that's been very helpful to have that perspective from your side of things. And, and it's been a really great chance for a lot of fathers to feel like they have someone they can relate to. Yeah. So on that yeah, amazing probably. note, uh, of All course, right. we have uh, And Cheetos. Cheetos. Yes, uh, head to Patreon, uh, Patreon uh, slash Fitbit Pod. Uh, Five dollars a month. Of course, you become Squash Dogs. Uh, the new Patreon will be heading out soon. What topic will we be? We don't know. Um, yeah. Maybe chips. It might be the fact chips. that I'm <laughs> announcing my new ASMR. Where I'm just going to be like yeah, all sexual. The, the, so I, I, I don't quite get the ASMR. I mean, I am familiar with it. But um, anyway, and again, if you are just a regular listener every week, please head to iTunes, uh, type a little bit of a review. We had a couple of whole reviews. And with that, we get new listeners on board. So uh, share the pod. But yeah, half a million. Congratulations, buddy. Half a million. Uh, congratulations. I never imagined we could get to such an amazing bit. It's a big... Big, big thank you uh, to our listeners. Okay, Dill's going to keep cheating away. I'm going to try um, the honey butter. Just the last thing before people go. I want to know what, let them know what honey butter is because the Cheetos was a big win. Honey okay. butter is normal chip. It looks like a standard chip, but... looks like a plastic chip. <laughs> um, good. It's, it's savory. It's sweet. It's got it all. This one's a front runner. We're happy to announce that the honey butter is a win. The honey the butter. The duck can go fuck itself and uh, the other egg yolk. Look. It was experimental. And, and before we go, uh, again, if you are a Tour de France fan, uh, hit me up. Uh, DM me because uh, I love uh, speaking to fellow Tour de France nerds because I am learning a lot at the moment. But uh, again, uh, yeah, I love uh, watching it. Um, and uh, I'm, I might even start tweeting it live. No, I won't. I don't have to. Do it. I mean, you've uh, never. I'm, I'm tweeting. Gotta go. And we've got to go. We've got to go. Love you, buddy. Uh, we will see you all next week. Love you, everyone. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.